beautiful Islamic call to prayer from within Bromley and that will both start and end this episode of the Bromley bus and now you can listen to the interview that was conducted when that was recorded. Right, we come to the uh, mosque in Keston, the Keston Mosque, uh, also known as the Al-Imam Centre and I'm sitting down over a very nice cup of tea uh, with Omar, uh, who has a, a position here, actually. Omar, what's your position here? I'm one of the trustees at the mosque. Lovely. Well, thank you very much for uh, letting us come in. It's a, thank a you lovely, for coming. A lovely area. Uh, no, sorry. We're, what we're sitting on, I'm going to try and paint a little picture Yeah, here. go on. This is a former church. Yes. But it is not like the church. No. For one thing, there are no pews anymore. There is a, a carpet. Yes. Um, by the way, would the stripes on the carpet be pointing towards Mecca or anything? I You're absolutely spot on. Like yes, that's right. That's correct. All towards Mecca, uh, right, the direction of prayer. That's my um, uh, Islamic knowledge, um, given a bit of accreditation <laughs> for a change. Uh, anyway, looking around, we have the pillars of the church uh, holding the ceiling up. We have um, the name Allah uh, up on an upper uh, slanted ceiling. And then we have underneath that a lot of um, what I would describe perhaps as sub-names of Allah, I think. Names, or, names and attributes. Yeah, and, and so therefore we've got, uh, we've got uh, Al-Majid, the glorious, uh, Al-Wadud, uh, the loving, I like that one a lot, uh, Al-Hakim, the all-wise. I could go on. Do you know how many of there are up there? Uh, up here there are 99, um, however the, the names of, of Allah uh, as we understand in Islam are, are numerous uh, and even more um, than that. Uh, and they're, they're all, 
means of us trying to understand who God is uh, and, and draw closer to him through his names and his attributes, that form of connection and devotion to God. I can see, therefore, why you have them in such an uh, obvious position yes. as you look around. Yes. And there is quite a lot of uh, Arabic here, uh, where the, the font would have been perhaps before we've got um, uh, a whole series of Arabic words there. Would you like to do me a quick translation? Yes, uh, absolutely. So uh, which one do you want to... Uh, the top one and the one below on the um, struts there. Yes, so the top one, Bismillahir Rahmanir Rahim. So that is in the name of Allah, the merciful, you could say the intensely, in, intensely merciful, the perpetually merciful. Um, in Arabic, there are some words where you need more of an explanation rather than a verbatim translation sometimes. Um, but that's as close as, as you can get it. Um, the, the bottom one there, so that's a verse from the Quran, um, Holy Book for Muslims. Um, and um, that verse itself, and I'll sort of, uh, paraphrase uh, its meaning. Continues with the meaning that those who attend the um, mosques of uh, of God. The uh, places of worship are those who they believe in God, they believe in the final day, the day of judgment, they establish prayers and they establish charity, they give in charity. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, all of this tells me, of course, that one thing has not changed about this building, it is still a holy place. Yes, exactly. Uh, That's and right. As we go around, I see. Uh, books, which uh, some of which uh, I would say undoubtedly must be Quran. You're correct. Uh, and we have a temporary thing, which we'll talk about later. But uh, some booths, which are vaccination clinic yes. in the heart of the mosque. Yes, uh, which is rather lovely in its way. Um, and that that uh, yeah, but it's a, it's a lovely open space. And out the back as well, that looks rather nice. And I'm tucked away in the car park, for which I'm grateful as well. Thank you. Um, okay. So, uh, what does the, um, the name, because it's Keston Mosque and Al-Aman Centre, what does Al-Aman mean? Uh, so, Al-Iman um, translates in Arabic, uh, from the Arabic to Al-The-Iman Faith. So, uh, it translates as the Faith Centre. Um, and it's sort of, I don't know if you'd like me to sort of expand uh, on that at all, but... Um, it's it's really focusing on the the heart of um, worship in Islam, the heart of what this way of life is about, and it begins with faith. Um, it begins with that autonomous decision um, to worship um, one God, and so this is part of our ethos here, and the vision is to try and and, and help um, uh, instill that uh, into. Um, members who, who attend um, the mosque. I found a few things that are what you might call common to religion and cross-faith while I was reading the website and one of them actually is when you Google search uh, and it says donate. Uh, why the mosque needs your support, structural and renovation costs. 
So it sounds like the church roof remains a, a problem to this day uh, in traditional <laughs> Christian manner. Well, I, I, we're, we're quite happy with the, the roof itself, actually. <laughs> um, it's, uh, I'll get you sooner or later. <laughs> um, no, I, I mean, I love sort of the, the aesthetics of the foundations, I feel, are, uh, are beautiful. Um, in terms of donations, um, so the mosque was purchased through um, donations from the community, essentially. The community came together um, and managed to raise funds. Certain uh, members donated slightly more um, as a sort of um, goodwill loan, um, you could say, um, with the intention that that would be paid back. And so um, while the mosque is, has been fully paid for, um, we seek donations to try and, and pay off what remains of uh, those those goodwill donations. And I know you do uh, community and charitable related things, which we'll come on to as well. But before any of that, uh, Omar, um, you told, told me you were born and raised in Bromley yourself. So yes. Tell me a little bit about yourself, um, things like where did you go to school, your job, that sort of thing. Yes, yes, sure. So I was born in the old Farnborough Hospital, which is now uh, the Princess Royal University Hospital, um, and uh, was raised locally in Keston. Uh, I haven't moved out of Keston since. Uh, we've just uh, moved houses in the area. Um, I came to play school here uh, when it was uh, a church. I went to school locally at Keston Primary School and then did my secondary education at Trinity um, School over in Shirley, which um, have you been to the big Shirley roundabout on the way oh, to yes. Croydon. Yeah. Um, and then uh, I went to study medicine um, at Barts and the Royal London University Hospital. Um, during that time uh, in university, uh, in medicine generally, medical schools allow you to take a year out to study uh, another degree as well. So I, I took a year out to study um, psychology um, at King's College Hospital. Um, and then graduated from medicine and went through the training uh, to become a GP. And I currently work locally um, as a GP in local practices in Bromley. Mm. Well, you'll be in demand at the moment with what's going on in it's the It's busy, area. it's busy, yes. Okay, uh, back to where, where we are. Yes. Uh, what, how would you describe a mosque? What is a mosque? So, uh, a mosque in the... Um, Arabic, if we look at the linguistic um, definition, Arabic word for a mosque is masjid, M-A-S-J-I-D, masjid. A masjid um, is defined as a place of prostration. Um, and so really a mosque is a place of worship. It's a place of prayer. That's the primary reason um, um, that we establish a mosque for us to come and um, um, pray, worship God. It's a fulfillment of faith and belief. Um, so the prayer five times a day, um, and then on a um, Friday we have the weekly sermon, much like in Christianity, in Christianity Sunday sermon, Judaism Saturday service. Um, for Islam, it's the Friday service. So prayer is really is what sort of the mosque and the community uh, revolve around. Yes, and uh, perhaps a, a little unlike churches, uh, I'm currently here in my socks. 
<laughs> nice socks as well. No, to say. Well, thank you. Mark and Spencer and I are very grateful for that comment. Um, yes, I've enjoyed the welcome with you here. And talking of welcome, on the website there are some lovely words which you've just told me actually uh, that uh, you wrote, which uh, I like. And uh, these go uh, in a time where peace and harmony amongst people of different faiths and cultures is of greater necessity than ever. Al Aman Center is now poised to embark upon the attainment of this vision, carried by the hearts of individuals embraced through the unity of the community. That's lovely. Thank you. Thank you. That's very kind of you. I mean, I think um, when we look, um, be it on on uh, the media, outside world, um, on a on a global scale, there's a lot of a lot of hate, a lot of division. Um, and I, I feel that, generally speaking, we, we lack some of the core human values um, that each of us share, um, that, that want and desire for us to be able to live peacefully with one another, to get along, um, for us to feel safe um, next to one another. And all of these values are, um, I mean, I, I can at least speak for, uh, for Islam, um, are intrinsic to the faith. And so that um, statement and the vision of, of the mosque really is um, part of what it means to be a Muslim. And so I hope we can, uh, we can try and fulfill this. I was looking at your history as well here. Yes. Now, the building was acquired in 2014. Yes. And I think it was officially opened, uh, but possibly used a little earlier than that, in 2016. That made me wonder, what did local Muslims do before? Yeah, it's really interesting. So, um, lo- Muslims have been around for a while. So, um, my, for me personally, my grandparents were the ones who settled in Keston. And that's going back to the 70s. And um, Muslims have um, generally sort of dotted around in the community. Um, they would, um, since the 90s, come together for the Friday prayer by renting a, a village hall up the road in Bromley Common. And so for week, weekly, for 10, 15 years, Muslims would come together on the Friday service. Um, and that was about it. Um, did, did that mean you had to kind of, because you, you've obviously got a lot of fixtures and fittings here. Yes. Did that mean you had to kind of roll up with prayer mats and all sorts of bits and pieces and then take them down and take them home after? No, so uh, yeah, absolutely. So um, for the village hall, to be honest, all we really needed was the prayer mats um, themselves. And, and that was just for the purpose of making sure we're praying on something um, clean. Um, other than that, actually, it was quite easy um, to, to pray at the village hall. Um, that's as far as, as prayers go. From sort of um, um, a community perspective, there was a community um, um, that was slowly, slowly growing. And there's a local Arabic school um, that has been around for, I would say, at least 13, 14 years. That's over in Beckenham. Yes, I've been uh, there. Have you been there? Mm. Okay. Yes, my daughter um, went there on a, a school trip, and I think she won a prize, actually. Oh, to the school <laughs> itself? Oh, yeah. fantastic. Mm, I can't remember the name of it. Can yeah. you share the name? Um, KMCA, yeah. uh, uh, Supplementary Arabic School. Mm. In that case, I'm thinking of somewhere different. There's an educational <laughs> establishment in the area. Well, that's only a sort of, mm. uh, as I say, supplementary school, so Saturday mornings. Um, but see, that, that's been running for a long time as well. So there was always... Um, some activity 
mm. that's been going on, uh, at least as I say, for 10, 15 years. Um, but the mosque has sort of tried to, to bring things together, um, allow us to pray on a regular basis, including the five prayers, allow us to also look at some of the community-wide projects and initiatives that we've been involved in. So um, thankfully, we, we've seen a, a, a real good and positive step since um, we, uh, we established. One of the uh, more noticeable things about Islam uh, is the call to prayer. Yes. Um, I don't think you have a, a call to prayer that goes out widely from this building, or am I mistaken? I don't think we'd be allowed to have a call to prayer. I don't think um, that would be most popular, um, a 4 a.m. call to prayer <laughs> locally. Um, we have, I mean, the call to prayer is inside the mosque. So, um, you know, yeah, it, it doesn't go beyond these four walls. Um, but you're absolutely right. That that's so five times a day. That call to prayer. It's uh, you know a reminder for us to to come and pray. Um, traditionally, yes, it would be um, sort of done on. on uh, I say tr traditionally nowadays in some sort of communities, uh, East London, for example, would be done on a speakerphone. Um, so in local community could um, hear. Um, and and the point was to try and call people to the mosque. Mm. Right. Well, that's no different to Christianity with the bells. Yes. Uh, but uh, when I grew up in Cornwall, yes. uh, we had church bells in the church down the road from me. Uh, and that was reliant on the tape or whatever it was being put in. Yes. Uh, and one day they got it wrong. We had Elvis going out. Oh, no <laughs> way. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah, and that's not mentioned in the Quran, but it's probably not no. an ideal thing to do. No, I don't um, think more of Elvis. Now, I'm, I'm relying on the website for quite a lot of what we're talking about. Yes. And uh, it's a, a, a very good website you have there, actually. Thank you. Um, so for people t who want to learn more about you, um, what's the website? And tell me a bit about the social media and newsletter you've got, because I saw there's a sign-up newsletter on there. Sure, sure. So um, the website, www.aliman, that's al-iman.org.uk, um, that really is, uh, I'd like to see it as the, our, the face of the, the mosque um, virtually. Um, we've tried to outline the vision of the mosque. Um, we've got a, a, set, a small section on what Islam is um, as a faith and way of life. Um, and then description of some of the activities that we've been involved in. Um, and as you mentioned, sort of means to contact us. Um, from uh, in terms of the social media side of things in in that um, respect covid's been a bit of a blessing for us because we didn't have any of this before covid um we were sort of you know our, our, our arm was forced um so to speak to um go on facebook instagram twitter um whatsapp uh, as well, I mean, you know, before we were communicating via, uh, via emails, you know, newsletters. Now, actually, I would say a lot of our communication is um, social media. Um, and, um, you know, I, th I think it's really helped us to, to reach out to um, the community and people who otherwise, um, you know, wouldn't have maybe checked the website or, or, or wouldn't be... Um, checking their emails as often so I think it's actually been really good um, that we've we've now been able to go on social media and, and make use of the online world and platforms.
Well, at the moment, the Bromley Buzz, uh, hashtag Bromley Buzz, is on Instagram, Twitter, a LinkedIn page, and Facebook. Uh, what ones do you have that people can find? We have um, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Um, don't ask me for the tags, <laughs> but it's as simple as Early Man Centre. I think that's essentially it. Yeah. Um, now, back to the website. Yes. Uh, there's various sections in there, as you've just described, uh, and one of the ones on the learning side uh, struck me as an interesting title, Prophetic Remedies. Mm. Uh, what's that? So, um, Prophetic Remedies seeks to um, learn about how the prophets, uh, when I say prophets, um, within Islam, we have an understanding of a line of prophets starting from Adam, going through to uh, Noah, Abraham, Moses, uh, Jacob, Joseph, Jesus, um, and ending with um, Prophet Muhammad, peace be upon them all. Uh, and there are several other prophets as well, um, we believe. And so um, prophet Prophetic Remedies looks at um, their lives um, and how um, they carried themselves within their own communities um, and how we today in the 21st century can try and emulate them. What are some of the core principles, the values, the ethics that um, they, they lived and they um, personified for us to um, then also uh, live? And so, you know, the understanding for us in Islam is that change, when we look at change within, say, a community, within a society, within the world, it, it starts within. Um, we have a uh, verse in the Quran that God does not change the state of a people unless the people change what is within themselves. And so there's this inward focus for us as, as Muslims. And so prophetic remedy is a, a course looking at how the prophets um, um, carried themselves and how we can, we can try and um, emulate them as well. And again, uh, in, under another section, you have a sister's circle. Yes. Yes, so um, sisters, the ladies um, of the community, hugely, hugely important. Um, you know, they, they uh, make up, as the saying goes, make up half of a nation and raise the other half. And so, um, you know... Um, <laughs> you know this particularly well as a doctor. Yes, exactly, <laughs> absolutely. So, um, uh, and again, that was something else that was... Um, to establishing the mosque is giving a space for um, the women to come um, and um, learn, grow, develop, socialize. Uh, and the sister circle is, is that um, avenue. So it's, it allows them that space um, just for them um, to come together. I mean, I guess the name as well, sisters, within Islam, we see ourselves as part of a family essentially and that's not to s sort of say you know we're not part of the wider um, uh, human family um, but that, that that bond of faith um, is, is very strong and so it allows sisters to come together to um, discuss um, topics that you know uh, are on their minds share um, any, any issues or actually even more than anything uh, words of inspiration and motivation for one another and uh, again, on the community side of things, there's food collections, I see. Yes, yes. So 
Um, one thing that we realised was um, some of the areas, even within Bromley, carried um, a lot of deprivation. Um, and uh, much like you know, some of the other faiths and religions in the world, um, charity is a core um, aspect, core teaching. Um, and so the food collections, food bank was uh, one, one way of trying to um, manifest that, that charitable uh, teaching. So we, um, we, we sought to um, pursue this through a couple of different initiatives. So one was uh, via um, Penj. We worked in collaboration with a community centre in Penj, set up a um, fortnightly um, food bank, uh, worked with local supermarkets as well um, and community members um, from the mosque would donate food items and then we would go and, and um, spend some time with, with people there who um, you know otherwise would have struggled to, to find a meal. And we've also worked with a local church um, over in Hayes uh, where they've been running um, food bank so I think much of it is also finding um, the our, our commonality uh, and working towards that common cause uh, that we all uh, believe in and share. Well, I like the fact that you've got a Bromley Three Faiths group as well, which uh, again is bringing people together in common from different religions, uh, Jewish, Christian and Islamic. Yes, so that was established um, a few years back and um, the Abrahamic faiths um, we seem to share a fair bit in common. I mean, I've already, already mentioned sort of the line of prophets, um, uh, for example. And so it was um, from this commonality that um, the initiative was born. And so we um, were involved in different initiatives from theological discussions, um, which for me personally really highlighted the similarities that, that we have, um, that I wouldn't have known if I, I didn't have an opportunity to, to hear and listen um, from a rabbi, from uh, a reverend, um, a priest. Um, at the same time, there are differences, but that's fine. I, you know, the, I think that the point is that we can come together and uh, agree on differences in, in harmony and peace, um, which goes back to you know, part of the vision. And we've also then been involved in charitable um, activities, so um, supporting refugees um, locally, um, raising funds for different causes um, as well. And during COVID, we held virtual um, so meetings where there weren't it was sort of an offshoot of the theological discussions it was actually just let's pick a topic and everyone from the community come and share um, your thoughts on this um, and so beyond even the sort of the Abrahamic uh, element to it it was uh, a means for us to try and bring people of, of um, different faiths together and one yearly initiative that we had was um, the piece of cake walk, um, mind the pun. So um, the, the, the walk to try and inspire peace, um, and at the end of the walk, we'd have cake. Um, and so, you know, I really enjoyed that. And uh, we're, we're sort of itching to get back to that, but every time we sort of have plans to put that together, um, restrictions tighten. So let's hope this summer we might be able to bring it back. 
you know, I was talking to a festival organiser who postponed his festival twice last year. So uh, yeah. you're yeah. in the same boat with yeah. absolutely everybody yeah. there. Um, I suppose also it wouldn't have done much good to the school and scout visits you had. Uh, mm. Have they started to resume at all? They have. Um, so um, we had um, a lull during um, the COVID lockdown. Um, but that has picked up, and that's been um, a, a really, f for myself, um, um, a, b a beautiful initiative. It's one that I've really, really enjoyed, um, particularly the sentimental value that I went to school here locally, and you know, I, I didn't get um, this kind of opportunity. Let's uh, say so we didn't have a mosque locally, uh, and so to be able to give children, the youth of today, um, just a, a glimpse of you know what it is to be inside a mosque, what Muslims get up to, um, and that we are as human as anyone else uh, in light of what we probably read about Muslims um, is touching is touching for me and so we have um, started uh, most recently we have school uh, schools calm scout groups we go to schools as well. Um, and scout um, um, huts uh, and just give talks on, on Islam and what it means to be a Muslim. Mm. Thank you for that. The, um, and you've got the Covid vaccination clinic, yes. which I mentioned earlier on, which is literally in the heart of your mosque at the minute. Yes. So um, going back again to the, the um, ethos and the vision and, and the essence of faith in Islam, it is to um, um, help the community. It is to serve um, our brothers and sisters in humanity, society at, at wide. And so um, the COVID vaccination clinic was um, one of the means of, of trying to do that. And I mean, at the time, going back... A year when the vaccines were um, being rolled out there was a lot of uncertainty around the the vaccines how safe are they how effective are they um, thankfully within our uh, community um, we have um, many doctors um, many of whom are um, linked up into certain organizations as well um, so it it was actually relatively easy and smooth um, to set up the vaccine um, and not to mention the overwhelming support um, of volunteers in the community um, just members who um, they, they were um, so motivated to come and do their part during this pandemic during um, this, this national international crisis um, really was touching uh, and it was it was um, great to see um, so many members of the community come together it was great to see so many um, members from wider society uh, come and, and visit the mosque people who they'd you know, never been in the mosque before um, who had no plans to come to the mosque um, yet when they came for their booster uh, or their, their vaccine sorry and now the booster um, they, you know their, their opinions and, and attitudes um, seem to change Mm. Yes, it's funny to think of um, what we've been going through, actually, so to speak, boosting yes. community engagement for, yes. for people such as uh, yourself, and, and uh, that's that's a nice unexpected consequence. Mm. 
Yes, it really is. It really is. Um, I guess it's about trying to take opportunities where we can, um, and, and that, that's what we, we've tried to do. Do you have any um, interesting milestones coming up for the centre? Oh, milestones. Um, I mean, this year will be... Obviously the cake and walk, if you get that. The cake and walk will be great if we can do it. We are looking to um, bring in some AV uh, equipment, which doesn't sound very exciting, but actually um, I feel that would be a really big milestone because um, we've sort of either been online or in the mosque. Hmm. Not so much a hybrid of the two. Um, and what we found during COVID was that actually not everyone can come to the mosque. And so when we have, you know, classes and sessions and talks, um, there are people who will tell us, look, I, I really want to attend, but I can't. Can you do it online? And then when we do it online, there'll be people who will say, I just wanted to be in the mosque. I wanted to sort of, um, you know, have that, that face-to-face experience. So um, to bring in... Um, AV equipment, good quality standard, I feel will be a milestone. Um, personally, I'm, I'm quite excited by that. Um, other milestones, it will be our sixth birthday this uh, this year, <laughs> 2022. Um, so still uh, um, primary stage, but uh, we're, we're getting there, we're getting there. Nothing else that... that Milestone, say. Uh, it's quite hard to mind. have milestones at the moment, anyway, because uh, some of them are so dependent on things beyond our control. Yeah, absolutely. But uh, happy sixth birthday! Thank you. <laughs> and uh, on on behalf of the listeners, I think I'm going to ask a very personal question. Sure. Uh, what's your favourite cake? Ooh, I'm now going into cake obsessed Cake. I think it's just going to be chocolate chip cake for me. I just like. I just like chocolate. <laughs> it's not good, I guess, for a doctor to come out with that, but um, not, not, um, it's not good advertisement. But all in moderation. Um, we try and limit what we can. By the way, did your um, members bake the cakes for the walk? Yes. So for the walk. And also, you um, of my memory, for the three faith theological discussions... We'd have some intense discussions and, you know, we look at the, the, the scriptures, etc. Et and then during the break, we would have freshly baked cake um, to sweeten the tone, shall we say. Um, which, uh, yeah, again, that's something that we, we also miss. Uh, and I hope that we can bring that back. What's your favourite cake? I'm just trying to work out whether bread pudding qualifies. Yeah, sure, why not? Mm. <laughs> so, we're going by taste and by well actually hmm. <laughs> anyway thank you for uh, uh, in, inviting here, me uh, and the Bromley Buzz in here once again thank you and, for uh, coming it's lovely just to render things down to the tremendously human level of what cake we like yes while speaking in a house of worship yes good to come uh, together over cake hmm. okay well I would encourage listeners to check out the website, check out the social media for uh, the centre, and uh, to just engage with um, local community people. Thank you. Likewise, I would encourage that as well. Thank you. Thank you. And uh, listeners um, from the 
Bromley community, uh, the Muslim community, I'd uh, uh, encourage you to also uh, check out the Bromley Buzz, which uh, you probably are doing if you're listening to this, but uh, have a look uh, and uh, I'm sure we'll, we'll find something uh, that is, is beneficial uh, and uh, of, of commonality. Well, this is where we find out after our last but one interview yes. uh, whether there are many um, Muslim followers of Strictly Come Dancing, so this is a Kevin Clifton episode. I suspect so. We'll see. We'll see. All right, thank you. Thank you. All right, so supplementary um, question. I'm yeah. still recording. But yes. So um, uh, I'll stop there. But uh, if people uh, who aren't uh, Muslims just want to check this out uh, in any way to see what you have here talk about what you do um, is that door open to them or um, are there particular routes they need to go through 100 percent open 100 percent um as long as um the mosque is open <laughs> so um we open for the five daily prayers and then are closed in between um however if you were to email the mosque and say, you know, I just want to come and have a look, which we've had people do, um, then we open up. Um, so, you know, open door policy, um, as long as uh, there's someone to open the door. <laughs> so email in and we can arrange that. Yes, well, one contrast to uh, some religions, I see very carefully, I don't see the place um, adorned with extremely expensive gold religious relics or anything like that. No, no. I mean, um, with within Islam, simplicity is is also um, an important virtue to keep in mind. That's not to say that we can't be, um, or should say we can't adorn ourselves, and and obviously, you know, beauty is something also a part of Islam, but also, it's. Um, trying to maintain um, especially for a place of worship um, the, the simplicity of it so we can come and fulfill the purpose of the place and that is to worship um, rather than to I guess admire um, the material building itself it's it's beyond that um, mm. that we've come to focus on lovely location uh, get in touch if you'd like to take a look thank you right, thank you again thank you الله أكبر الله أكبر الله أكبر الله أكبر أشهد أن لا Oh,
Oh.